Hi, I'm Wayne Jones, and welcome to ReChristian, a critical and satirical reconsideration of Christianity, the Bible, and God. This is episode 10, No Assemblies Required. The Christian denominations I'm most familiar with are Roman Catholicism and Pentecostalism. I went to Catholic school not because my mother was Catholic, but because she thought I would get a better education in the Catholic system than in the public school system. This was in a small city in the eastern Canadian province of Newfoundland in the 60s and 70s. A kind nun, whom I know to this day, showed empathy to my then single mom and allowed my brother and me to enroll. My father, a nominal Catholic, ironically, had impregnated another woman and had chosen to be with her and to abandon his family at Christmas time in the early 60s when my mother, brother, and me were aged respectively about 24, 2, and 3. I was never baptized a Catholic, but I did get to witness and partake in his schooling system and mass services, even confession once. Note, it was not good for the soul. Pentecostalism is actually not a denomination per se, but a movement, very decentralized and composed of about 700 denominations, all subsumed under the broader term evangelical Protestantism. One of the denominations is the Pentecostal Assemblies of Newfoundland. Some of my mother's siblings and other relatives were, as they used to put it briefly, and still do, Pentecostals. I also have never been baptized as a Pentecostal, but my mother often took us to the Sunday evening services anyway, either in the small city we lived in or in the tiny community she was born in about 40 kilometers away, population about 1,200 back then. They were long, for one thing, typically two or three hours of singing hymns and being preached at. People were also called on to, as they put it, testify, which meant standing up at your pew seat and praising God or relating something he had supposedly done to make your life better. I remember hearing one person speaking in tongues, and oh, how I wish I had a recording of it so that I could have evidence of the non-language gibberish he was likely spewing. The baptism services were a spectacle, too. Pentecostals are not baptized as babies, but when they are adults, and involves a pastor and another congregant supporting the person by the back while they dip them backwards into the water, usually outdoors. One of the odd beliefs I remember from my relatives was that the Antichrist was alive already on earth, and they even named him Henry Kissinger and supposedly the letters of his name somehow could be calculated as 666, which is the famous, quote, number of the beast, unquote, as referred to in the book of Revelation. Well, he just died last year at the age of 100, and we're all still standing for now. Though, secularly speaking, it feels like the whole project of Homo sapiens with the other species in nuclear tow could go down any day now, and nothing to do with Kissinger. Pentecostals, or at least the denomination I'm familiar with, are strict and conservative. They believe in a literal interpretation of the Bible. 
you die. And if you have been born again and accepted Jesus as your personal savior, then you go to heaven. Otherwise, it's the fires of hell. As I mentioned in an earlier episode of the, this podcast, I'm headed for hell after I die because I used to believe, but now I don't. The upside is that most of my friends will be there because they are atheists or agnostics like me, but I'll miss not being able to see some of my relatives and others for all eternity. Pentecostals, like most other denominations and religions, also are also strict about and somewhat obsessed with the control of sex and sexuality. None of the letters in LGBTQ are going to make it into heaven, unfortunately. Heterosexual sex is the only non-sinful sex, and of course you shouldn't be engaging in it until you are married. And here, of course, is one area where the simplistic and impossible idealism, if you want to call it that, of Pentecostalism, bumps up against the practicalities and desires of real life. In one source I found, even though premarital sex is forbidden by the Pentecostal faith, a full 62% of Pentecostal girls are having it. In another one, it was 66%. These are teens and people in their early 20s, so the hypocrisy starts early. There's no cognitive dissonance between having sex with your boyfriend on Saturday night and then waving your hands around, praise Jesus, and singing hymns at full throttle at the church service the next day. On the website of the Pentecostal Assemblies of Newfoundland and Labrador, they say that their members believe, among other things, quote, the Bible is the inspired and only infallible and authoritative word of God. In the deity of our Lord Jesus Christ, his virgin birth, his sinless life, his miracles, his vicarious and atoning death, his bodily resurrection, his ascension to the right hand of the Father, and his personal future return to this earth in power and glory to rule a thousand years. In the resurrection of both the saved and the lost, the one to everlasting life and the other to everlasting damnation. The last one is, of course, a bit of a kick in the teeth for atheists and presumably for non-Pentecostals as well. Everlasting damnation. This is one vengeful God they have, that's for sure. The site also lists their quote, core values, unquote, and the following is just a selection. Quote, we value God, his word, his creation, his redemptive purposes in his son, his presence through the Holy Spirit, and the imminent return of Christ. We value, quote, the lost, unquote, to whom we owe the compassion of Christ an opportunity to receive the gospel, an entrance into Christian fellowship, unquote. Again, there is the assertion that Jesus is coming back again. This guy is busier in death than most people are when they're alive. 
He died. He was entombed. He escaped from the tomb after a few days. He ascended into heaven, and he's waiting for the word from his father for when he has to not only return to earth, but also to rule it for a thousand years. I think he's due a peaceful retirement, perhaps hanging out with the other made-up gods at some heavenly coffee shop, sleeping in late, having naps, and generally taking it pretty easy. Note also in the list of values the mention of evangelism and giving the loss the opportunity to receive the gospel. In simpler terms, this means trying to convince non-believers of the errancy of their ways and to convert them to Pentecostalism. Proselytization, in other words. I like the response of the great Christopher Hitchens to this opportunity to be converted. My my question to, to Christopher is how you can justify wanting to take something away from people from 95, that gives meaning to 95% of the American people and replace it with something that gives meaning to just 5% of the American people? Ah, well, um, what an incredibly stupid question. Um, <laughs> uh, first, first, I've said repeatedly that this stuff cannot be taken away from people. It is their favorite toy and it will remain so... <laughs> As, long, as Freud said, in the future of an illusion, it will remain that way as long as we're afraid of death and have no problem, which is, I think, likely to be quite a long time. Second, I hope I've made it clear <clears throat> that I'm perfectly happy for people to, to have these toys and to play with them at home and hug them to themselves and so on and share them with other people who come around and play with the toys. So that's absolutely fine. They are not to make me play with these toys. Okay? I will not play with the toys. Don't bring the toys to my house. Don't say, my children must play with these toys. Don't say, my toys might be a condom. Here we go again. I'm not allowed by their toys. I'm not going to have any of that. Enough with clerical and religious bullying and intimidation. Is that finally clear? Have I got that across? Thank you. That seems like a good place to end. And that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Check the show notes for a full transcript and for how to contact me. And please join me again on Thursday.